Welcome to our podcast, We're Not So Different. I'm Samira. And I'm Ali. We're two professionals having real conversations about our experiences at home, work, and out in the community. We tell our stories through the lens of our different backgrounds to just find out that we're not so different. In our podcast, we'll explore ways that we can improve engagement and bridge social gaps while trying to find the humor in it all. Check us out on social media at WNSDifferent or email us at WNSDifferent at gmail.com. In today's episode of We're Not So Different, we're going to have a conversation about Go, go home, Ali. <laughs> go back to where you came from. I don't just, want you here. Just Please. say it. Go back to Africa. <laughs> uh, this is all about go back to where you came from and I don't want you here. And The argument that is constantly given to all the immigrants who are taking all the resources. All the, every all last, the resources. All, and by resources, we mean all the Capri Suns at the grocery store. All the all purple, resources. purple drink. <laughs> All the honey grams. So the the reason why we wanted to talk about this today is because one thing that Samir and I were talking about is I saw a post, and this was around the time that um, the person in, in the highest office of the land <laughs> went to Mount Rushmore. Uh-huh. And this was on the heels of, first of all, he wanted to go to Oklahoma City, the site of in Tulsa, where Black Wall Street got burned down on Juneteenth, right? That was right. the first, like, you know, that's what are the you that doing? was the fir- not not the f- I was I was gonna say not the first shot across the bow, but the first the first very blatant like middle finger, right? right? This is not important, and I don't care. Yeah, and obviously that you know he had to push it a day back because or it was the intent of going was to for a rally, for a rally. to promote. Right, it wasn't even like no. a you know there's civil unrest. And this is a historic site of tragedy, and we're here to make amends and make Not changes. All. It wasn't even like, if it was like that, I might be like, okay, let's hear what he's got to say. Right. Maybe he's got some reparations. Yeah, he can, hold, he can hold the Bible in a weird way again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it wasn't that. And then on the heels of that, he then went to Mount Rushmore. And apparently that land is owned by the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a clip because the Native Americans got out there and they, you know, set up their blockade. Yeah. And they were just like, nah, not having it. Can't right. do it. Like, I, I I, can't because you've carved these founding fathers on the side of a mountain. Right. And, and if you actually dug up the earth, there's just a bunch of bones from Native Americans there, right, that they've destroyed and killed, and some would some would even consider it genocide, right? The way that they eliminated them mm-hmm. systematically over the course of of uh, um, over the course of time after uh, colonization. But the part for me that kind of got me thinking about this was one of the protesters. Sorry, not excuse me. The people that had come for the rally. Uh-huh. There was an incident where one person spit on a young woman and said. Go back to where you came from. And she's Native American. Yeah. So I, you know, I sent that to Samir. I posted it on my story. And I think we posted it on WNS Different. And it it just, the thing that immediately came to me was like the word stupidity. Yeah. And then I thought about the word miseducation. And then I thought about like, you know, Carter G. Woodson's book, Miseducation of the Negro. And then I thought about, this is why people in other countries say Americans are stupid. 
Mm-hmm. Because some Americans, not all, some yeah. will actually say to a Native American to go back where you came from, right? spit on them with hate and arrogance and self-righteousness and entitlement that it's it just it, it blows my mind it really <laughs> blows my mind because there was actually a post also of this uh it looked like a native family it didn't say who the people were and they weren't wearing like any type of traditional clothing to say yeah, yeah that's like native they just looked like a native family if i'm going to stereotype people <laughs> and then they were flipping off Mount Rushmore and then they were like taking there. Somebody took a picture of this family, like flipping off Mount Rushmore and uh, somebody did the same thing. They posted, go back to where they came from. I'm like, well, it kind of looks like they're native. So technically they are. <laughs> they, <laughs> and they're like, they, how do you know? They look South American to me. I'm like, wow, you really don't know much. Really, do you? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you don't know about the Americas. No, they don't. It's like there were people. It's so, I just. It, I can't help but laugh anymore. Like to you, you can't even get a word. A I don't even know what to say. Like, you really like, are a loss for words, which is not really good for a podcast. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like somebody walking into your house and saying, let me get something to drink. You say, go ahead. And then they're yeah. in the bathroom drinking out of the toilet. You're like, what? Like, how do I even yeah. describe the level of of ignorance and to your point and, and thank you for reflection put, and, and thank you for putting those words out there um in what you said just just the the arrogance behind it yeah. and the entitlement and the entitlement it, it's it, it's mind-boggling and then i think about in addition to that like we have to think about things like they constantly tell all immigrants to go back it doesn't matter oh yeah, yeah. go back to the middle east go back and to, what do i always say to you what's that I would love to go back. <laughs> if I honestly, if I had a choice between living in the United States mm-hmm. or living in Iran under the right circumstances, like the, the right way it yeah. was 50 years ago, a hundred percent, I would choose Iran. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like a hundred percent. I would be like, yeah, of course I'd love to be with my culture and my people. And that would be my home. And yeah, yeah you know, but thanks to politics, and, you know, yeah. uh, the Western world constantly meddling in everyone else's business and wanting to take resources. That's not the reality. And um, Iran is a different scenario. But, you know, you have all of these other countries, countries in Africa, country in Central America, where because, again, of politics, people can't be there. Like they yeah. literally can't. Syria has been it's, yeah, it's ravaged. Was, yeah, ravaged. They destroyed it. You yeah. know, people in Yemen are literally starving. Yeah. Well, where are they supposed to go? What are they supposed to do? We can't keep dropping bombs on places and stealing resources and and destroying countries and just saying, deal with it. Well, where are these people supposed to go? Or, or, or allowing it to happen. And right. I, I think I want to back up for a quick second because, you know, we, we saw that with the Native American. Uh-huh. They constantly tell everyone else, right, you know. The Latinos go back to Mexico, go back right. to Central America, um, any, you know, specific foreign groups. Uh-huh. I've never heard anybody say, go back to Scotland. Right. I've never heard anybody say, go back to Norway. I've never heard anybody say, go back to England. I haven't heard yeah. that. But for people, peoples of color, right. there is a very distinct go back. And so for this country, so it's, go ahead. Let's just say, also say this though, when America first was being founded, they did say that. 
And I was right? really like, yes. yeah, they did say those things. Like yep. go back to Ireland and the Italians and Germans, especially during World War Two. Yeah. It was like you, you need no, to I, go back. I agree. And I, and, I, and, and we're going to, yeah. yeah. And we're going to, we're going to touch on, on, on that history as we walk backwards. Right. So current day, thank you for clarifying. Sure, so current sure. day it's, they'll say it to a native American, uh-huh. they'll say it to a Latino. And if you go to, if you go to other rallies, not even other rallies, they still tell black people to go back to Africa. They do. Even the ones that, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I can't, it's, you know, one of the funny things that I think that I've, I've always said is this, I'd love to, and give me a ride on the same boat you got, you brought me here on. Like mm-hmm. I'd never, I never asked to be here. So right. the one for black people is extremely funny yeah. because last time I checked, we tried to jump off the damn boat to get away and you put nets up to keep us on it. Yeah. So again, this is back to stupidity. This is back to miseducation. It's back to entitlement, so on and so forth. But to your point, if we go backwards in time and we think about it, there's a couple fact. there's a lot of factors, but there's a lot of primary factors. Number one, people leave places of destitution because mm-hmm. what do they want? Better lives for their families. Yeah. People want to take care of their children. Yeah. They want to have access to education, mm-hmm. to clean basic stuff, clean water, running water. I mean, that's all that they want. So they're leaving destitute situations. And to your point, in a lot of cases, uh-huh. it's because of different types of foreign policies. We've already gone into places, meaning we mm-hmm. as in the United States has gone into places and ravaged economies. Right. We go in under the guise of trying to help out. We'll build natural gas pipelines. We'll right. build, you know, quote unquote, infrastructure and electric, this, that, and the other, just to take the resources yeah. and then let the country fall to shit. Mm-hmm. Right. They did that with Africa. They've done that in Central America. With They've Iran. done that in, in the Philippines, Indonesia. You Even current day, if you look at where they're eliminating all the rainforest stuff, both yeah. in the Amazon and in, you know, Sumatra, Borneo, those areas where they're getting rid of and they're planting palm olive trees and that sort of stuff, right? It's all for capitalism, all for money. But again, you do that in these places and you don't properly have, number one, they're not getting the equity of how much you're making on right. there. We can see that in places, any place dealing with oil, what yeah. they pay the locals versus how much they make on oil. Right. Um, but so not to go too far into that, but a lot of places have been ravaged by something like that, right? Or some sort of policy. And in some cases, it's just the way their country is, right? So, like, you brought up the oil thing. So, you know, Iran has a lot of oil. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Iran to get oil, every gas station is like a Costco gas station line. Really? Like, hella long. Really? Takes forever. Just at a regular gas station. Just a regular gas stations. What? And they're like not all over the place. It's interesting. Huh. It's interesting. very interesting. But here there's, you know, there's, there'll be cash. There's one on almost here. every other corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it is interesting. So, so there, there are those components of it. It's like, why are people coming over? Right. And then yeah. to your point, and this is what I want to get to for your piece of it is let's rewind the clock mm-hmm. back. Right, mm-hmm. 50, 60, 70, 80 years, and you're right. Mm-hmm. The immigrant was different. Mm-hmm. The immigrant was Polish. The immigrant was Irish. The immigrant was, was Eastern European. It was Italian. It was Greek. They had all these different people coming in right. that were also discriminated against, yeah. that were also spit upon, that were also treated poorly. Let's be clear, though, not as poorly as African-Americans because they that were, allowed, totally they were allowed to take our yeah. jobs that we had, especially up and down the East Coast, yeah. for sure. However... To your point, 
they were treated poorly. Chinese as well, mm-hmm. Japanese as well. Yeah. They were treated poorly. It's back to the hierarchy. We always talk about it, how people are treated. But at one point, they were immigrants, though. And I'm right. sure that they got that same, why don't you go back to where you came from? And then obviously, you know, the 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 British immigrant that came over, right? Or the, the other, you know, uh, yeah, the Spanish, uh, the Portuguese, um, the 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 English that came over from a colonialization standpoint, mm-hmm. they were immigrants, mm-hmm. right? And they just cut the heads off the natives, yeah. or forced them to believe in Catholicism or whatever the case may be, reeducated them, whatever, yeah. and then com- and then you know Saved after that them. just just went just went genocidal on them, right. right? And again, again resources, right? Furs, uh, sugar cane, tobacco, cotton which mm-hmm. came in a later point, but before it was trading. Like it was, it was trading in those sorts of things. And again, they slaughtered all the Buffalo for trade. Mm-hmm. So again, it's coming in, seeing something that has value yeah. and then taking all of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. No matter what the impact is right, on everyone right. else. But to your point, it's, you can go back in different segments of history and well, see that all these people are immigrants. I can't remember the name, but I, I did share it on our Instagram. So follow us on Instagram at WNS different, but because we share a lot of these things, but there was a picture from probably like the fifties of a native American, like chief in tears, crying with a bunch of men in suits standing around him, forcing him to sign a treaty. So, yeah. you know, maybe at first people were like, yeah, we'll trade with you. That sounds great. We're getting something. We're getting syphilis filled blankets and other types of resources. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it became forced. Oh, right. Listen, like it, nobody the, it was, did. it was, it's like you're forced into this, they, right? They tried it. Man, listen, I heard a lady talk about her family was, <laughs> bless her heart. This lady said, well, my family was in Maine and we were fair with the natives and we signed treaties, et cetera. And I, and I, I, I didn't want to have an argument with her. Right. And I, I just, this is all I, that I would say to that. There was commonly referenced that Manhattan was sold for 24 guilders. What's Man- a guilder? Gilder was a, a form of money back oh. then. The native American did not have a concept of ownership of land. Mm-hmm. Their concept was that we are put here and this is the land that we take from is the land that we pray to. Everything right. has a spirit. The buffalo has a spirit. The trees have a spirit. The plants have a spirit. Everything is part of us, part of the circle of life, yeah. if you will. Right. They prayed. So you can't really own it. They prayed to these things. And they said when Columbus came and those folks, they taught them how to survive. Mm-hmm. With Manhattan specific, there used to be seals in Manhattan. They would go and hunt in Manhattan to provide for their families. In certain places, when they would come back, there would be fences up and posts up because the European had blocked that off to say, I own it. And there was a there's a story about the 24 Guilders piece where, oh, yeah, we're laughing because we basically gave you 24 Guilders and we now have all of Manhattan, which is one of the richest places to exist nowadays. Right. One of the most expensive and one of the most wealthiest places in the world, probably to this day. Uh But the Native American return to hunt again because they don't have a concept. They think you're just exchanging gifts. 
Right. They don't understand that you're... So you think that the Native American wanted to never return to Manhattan to hunt? Right. You think that they wanted to never go back to the plains and the prairies to get buffalo? You really think that they wanted to give up the best hunting, the best foraging, the best harvesting, the right. best planting ground, specifically give it to you and move to the arid parts of Arizona, New Mexico, move up north to desolated parts of this country right. that they're barely surviving on? Even in the Navajo Nation to this day... Mm-hmm. There are a ton of people that do not have running water. Right. You think that's the life that they wanted? Not at all. This It's unbelievable, right. the arrogance. And it's unbelievable, the level of stupidity, miseducation, and being proud of that kind of a history. Yeah. It's a, it's a joke. And then they complain, well, they don't, have to pay, they don't have to pay income taxes. So you're right. That, so that, that makes, makes it, it okay. It, Listen, I would rather not pay. I'd rather have no running water and pay income taxes. Right. You're right. That's a great setup. I really wish this is a whole segue, but like, I really wish we could select who our income taxes go to or like where it goes. It's man. Listen, it, it, so, <laughs> so, so at every, we've established at every point in history, someone has yeah. been an immigrant and some people are obviously more violent than others yeah. in taking things and, you know, sweep, you know, just getting rid of folks. And I even saw one of the, the, um, one of the old bounties that they have where they were paying for native American scouts, even children, mm-hmm. anybody where this is the wild West, right? Mm-hmm. This is, I can go kill native Americans and get paid to do it. Right. So this whole idea of, I'm not even going to get into it. It's a joke, but every, the point is everyone is an immigrant. Everyone is here on someone else's land. I am occupying a space that should be occupied by the indigenous people who lived in this area. Yep. And we so, can't deny that. That's the we, fact. It's there. So to say that someone should go back home. Right. Right. Then then the argument is we should all go back 100%. home. 100%. We should all go. We should all go. And then when I go back, then guess what? I'm going to tell y'all to go back home too because you're occupying Africa. Right. And then we hear stories about things like Haiti where oh my gosh, the French say, well, because you whooped us at war, you now need you now owe us twenty billion dollars, yeah. right? And you're an ensla- you're an enslaver, right? right? Same thing in Africa. There are countries there that are paying French banks, that are paying Portuguese banks, American that are still banks. American banks still sending money again, for their freedom, for their own for land. their own their own land. I'm paying you to stay out of my country, right? But they're already they're but they're taking the resources, right? Yeah. They're taking like you know they showed an old clip of them X-raying. Africans who are looking for digging for diamonds because they would try to hide diamonds in orifices just to get more money. And they were x-raying them to make sure they didn't take it. So you're in someone wow. else's land taking all their natural resources and then coming over here to the west or the or the north to sell diamond rings for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a piece, but you're paying these folks a dollar an hour. Right. I mean it's yeah, it's the class yeah. it's the classic of what the, it's a classic capitalism, classic greed, plunder, I'll kill for anything for anybody. Right. But there's a great question. Should we all go back? Should we? I mean, I can't, I mean, I've thought about that, to be (laughs) honest with you. I was like, if every Iranian in the world, or let's just say even California, went back to Iran, I mean, I think Caltrans would fall apart because so many Iranians are engineers at Caltrans. Oh, okay. Oh, got you. I got you. I got you. So, you know, I mean, we would lose so many tech 
people. We yep. would lose so many engine, so many engineers. We would lose so many professors. We would lose so many doctors, like a lot of doctors, yep. right? And then you would lose me. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's the a biggest big loss. loss of them all, obviously. <laughs> um, but I mean, and that's just California. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think if people, I mean, obviously everything would collapse if everybody went back home. Yeah. But I mean, I, I do think about it sometimes. Like if we would, if we could go back home and do the things we're doing here, there. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, Iran would be like, um, Iran would be unreal. Right. But unfortunately, like for us, that's not the reality of the government there either mm-hmm, right like mm-hmm. they're they are not opening their arms to us to say hey come back and thrive right. <laughs> that's not right, what right. they're saying at all i think if they were smart they would yeah i mean and, and to your point I, I think it's it's one of those things where it's an easy thing to say yeah after the fact yeah it's easy to say after you've gotten 250 years of free labor. Right. Right. It's easy to say after you've stripped Africa of gold, diamonds, natural. It's it's easy to say that, right? Like after right. you've gone I mean, how much and, have we benefited from uh, Mexican like laborers, like farm laborers? Why do you think our food is so I don't ample? Know, and I, don't, I don't know like any, any white affordable. people or black people that want to go out and pick grapes and strawberries. Have you ever lived anywhere outside of California? Yeah. Where? In the South. In the South. North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. I don't know what it's like in North Carolina, but I remember living in Texas and I was like, this produce sucks. <laughs> right? Like, this is so yeah. bad. Comp- not bad, but it was not as good as California. California's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just, we're very spoiled here. Yeah. And I, and I think to your point, it goes back to the arrogance piece of it because to your point, you know, diversity, forced or unforced, has made the United States a quote unquote great place to live. Yeah. Even in the midst of facing... I think a black female scientist invented GPS. Yes. Yes. Even in the midst of... I mean, there were former slaves that used patents to buy their freedom. Even in the midst of absolute discrimination and being treated as nothing, we still contributed some of the greatest inventions ever. And And this is something I say to people very often. Be careful when you say go back, because what would you have if everybody did, to your point? And what would you have if we did it very, very early? Well, right? capitalism would just no longer exist. No, well, for starters, but the place wouldn't be what it is now no. with the without the culture that the former African developed based on what they were taught here. Because mm-hmm. nothing's the same. My classic example is watch the 1939 version of The Wizard of Oz. And then watch The Wiz with uh-huh. Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. This is what we bring to the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is what, right? There, because there's a culture that sprouts out yeah, of a culture that's absolutely. forced, right? So you, you have that. You have the inventions. I mean, Hidden Figures was a great one, right? You yeah. wouldn't even been on the moon if it wasn't for us. So my thing is always, think about this when people think about talking about going, instead of saying, Go back. Number one, you would be destroyed if we did because we gave you just about everything, right? right? Even under duress. Imagine right. if we weren't under duress. Right. And one of the things I like to think but about But then if is, they're all going back, it just leaves the natives and Mexicans, right? <clears throat> yeah, but here's the thing. They want you to go back, but they want everything to stay the same here. That's what they don't say. They just they say... They want us to go back, but they get to stay. 
Like oh hundred percent. They're saying. Oh, I thought when you were saying when you were asking, I thought you were saying if we all went back, no, like, I, even I, them. Okay. No, no, I okay, no, okay, I, okay, I, okay. I definitely. But I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, saying yeah. when they're yeah, I think we should. I think we should all go back to some degree, right? But yeah. I'm saying when they say go back, they just mean us. They just mean us. People. They just mean people of color. They're yeah. not saying for them. But I'm like, right. well, what happens to you? So to your point, yeah, engineering, science, culture, yeah, um, and that's just Iranians. Food. I mean, there's all other cultures that are doing that too. Indians, Asians. Mexico. Right? Everyone yeah. is doing all Who, of those. All things. the stem cell research is off one black woman's body. What would you do? Oh, what, Jesus. Where where would your science go? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. What would ha- all these cures, all these treatments? Where are you again? So again, they that's were practiced what, on black people. Exactly, and now and that's always been my point of. Cesareans. You, you keep saying. Were tested on black women. Absolutely, no matter day gynecology. Yep. Without any type of sedatives or anesthesias or anything like that. Like that's horrendous. That is horrendous. And they, and they, they take credit for it. And so that that's where it's like, well, at what period of history do you want me to go back? Because I'm still helping you. Right. Right? I'm still provi- I'm still making scientific discoveries because of the use right. of my body. Right. I'm still pro- I'm, you're still reaping the benefits of our yeah. inventions. You're still you know what I mean? So it's like when you when you're telling people that, but we know we know for a fact that diversity is extremely important. Absolutely, diversity is what gets what makes you great. And it's like if you even thought for a second to put the same energy into providing equal opportunity for everyone, mm-hmm. imagine how much more. First of all, I don't. I know people are gonna have an issue with this. I don't believe that this is the greatest nation in the world. Because of my experience as a black man. Sure. It's not the greatest nation in the world to me. Right. Now, if you are another ethnicity, it might be for you. Right. So this is what I will say. Imagine how great this nation could be for people of color if the same energy was put into education and providing them with opportunities. This is what we do know, factually speaking. Mm. Based on the contributions of the African in the United States, both in mind and body, if you give us an opportunity, we will be the best at everything. Mm-hmm. We got you to the moon, right? We got you in orbit, got you to That's the moon. That's what they're from afraid that, of, though, right? From that all the way down to the best the best golf player ever was Tiger Woods, right? And that's not even because you have schools and schools and schools and schools and schools and schools and schools of black kids being taught to play golf. Right. There's right. not that many. Right. But when one... The best one is a black guy, right? Or the best one at, at this specific like thing Serena is a black person, Venus, or right? exactly like. Right. So imagine if you or what put, is the gymnast name? Sonia. Simone Biles. Simone. Simone. Yep. I mean, she's literally the best gymnast in the world because all her titles just proves it. Exactly. Yeah. So I I don't want to like. I I I agree with you hundred percent. If we invested more in in education for everyone for everyone you would be surprised how people would thrive and how we would thrive as a nation. If it wasn't so, if it wasn't a competition of, well, I'm doing it better than you. Competition right. plus discrimination. Right. Because they're never, they're never, because here's, here's what I, I love to think about too. Cause when I think about sports and I don't want to focus solely on sports because we know that we've, we've mastered science, mathematics, all those things. We still shown through even in, t- even in times where they didn't want us to, but imagine if they opened a ski school, for black kids. Are you kidding? Stop it. The Winter Olympics? D- Lockdown. It's over. It's <laughs> I a wrap. I feel like this is turning into like <laughs> a, a Black Pride. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here quietly and give it to you. 
But you know what I mean? Like because the reality, because the truth is, is that there are times, right, and where we don't invest at all in anyone that's not our own, right? Like even like most of us will just look at our own community and be like, how can I help those around me in my space, my children, my brother's children, my, you know, we just kind of look at it like that versus what could we do as com- for the community as a whole? Like what's good for people? What's good for humanity? And I think that if we use diversity and inclusion and shift that mindset where it's like, we need to really be taking better care of each other. Capitalism yeah. is not the way to go. No, not. And I'm not saying, oh, get rid of all capitalism, no, no, but no, no, the no. way the system is created with all of its intentions of trickle down economics and stuff like it doesn't work, you know, like say, for example, I've even heard a story where someone was like, yeah, these tax breaks that I got this year were amazing for me and my company. I ended up giving my employees this gift or like this bonus or whatever. I'm like, okay, so you're already giving people who are making six figures an additional bonus. Cool. When in reality, you should be giving to those that don't have anything, that yeah. don't have jobs. Yeah. Right. And so the trickle down just ends up staying in that same like silo versus actually going into the economy and helping other people. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate that, you know, taking care of your employees, but it they're missing the big picture of what yeah. the quote unquote intent is supposed to be behind the trickle down concept. Yeah, because you, you still you still have your you still have your haves and your have nots. But to your point, I think even if it is within your own community, even mm-hmm. if you change the way that schools are funded, right? Right. How many geniuses are in these poor communities? And I'll say this: a lot, white, probably black, Latin. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter. It doesn't right? matter. What, look at all the look at all the the child minds that you have all over the place that are that are thirsting for knowledge mm-hmm. and thirsting to learn. So part of it, to your point, is the economic piece. Part of it is the is the racial piece. Part of it is the siloed community piece. Right. But it but it just goes to show over time when we think about oh, go back here, go back there. The contributions of all these people, the contributions mm-hmm. of the native, the contributions of the African, the contributions of the immigrants that have come from Poland, from Ireland, um, the Jewish folks that have come over. Right. The, all, all the, and I will even say this, the contributions, not the negative ones, but the positive contributions of the Portuguese, of the Spanish, right. of the British. Right. Everyone has something to give to the ta- bring to the table. Right. And instead of us focusing on what we're bringing to the table, someone says, I want the whole turkey for me and the potato salad and the mac and cheese. And you guys can have right. like the cranberry sauce and right. like the candied walnuts. And like, that's it. Right? right. Rather than saying, if we all eat, we all get full and everything is great because right. we can benefit from the powerful minds that exist exactly. in all these people that are here. Exactly. But I say they're just pointing and saying, well, you go back to here and you go back to here. And, you, and it's like, so you're going to take all those benefits off the table. Right. Right. And I think that's really where we all need to focus. Whatever whatever capacity you're in at work or at home or in your community is really look at how can we make sure that everyone is getting their fair share. Now, that doesn't mean everyone gets the same share, Yeah. right? It just means that how can we make sure that everyone's taken care of, everyone's getting proper education, everyone's getting, you know, proper health care, food, so that everybody can thrive. 
And that's really where we should be heading towards, especially those of us in leadership. We can use our positions to say, okay, I see you and I see that you haven't been given opportunities. I see that you have potential. I'm going to give you this opportunity. I'm going to give you this special assignment. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ask you to send, go to this class or whatever, however that looks. And I think that most, that's how most of us need to start thinking as leaders in organization, as leaders in life, as people in our community is your, you know, even as parents, right? Sometimes I look at some of the kids that my kids know or hang out with and I can see what's missing for them. I can see like what, or I even can see like what value my kid can get by hanging out at someone else's house, that exposure to this uh, environment that would help him grow and flourish. So it's important for us as parents, as, as leaders in organizations, as just people in general and whatever we're doing to really be aware of that. Are we being inclusive? Are we allowing everyone to have a voice? Are we giving people the same types of opportunity? Or do we always go to the same person because we know they're reliable? Yeah. Sometimes even in, in, in an organization, you have to let somebody fail yeah. in order for them to either learn from it or figure out that this is not for them, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. And Put them in a position to succeed. Or and, like you said, that familiarity piece, right? When it comes to hiring exactly. or giving the same person opportunities. Because yeah. we both get along. We both live in Moran. Right, right, right. I know yeah. them. I like their personality and we get along. Yeah. And that you see that a lot. You know, you just mesh with certain people. You understand. Even, you know, I recently was interviewing people and it was easier for me to connect with people who were like-minded or from the same areas or, or whatever. So it was, it is some, a bias that we always need to be aware of. And as human beings and as people who are young professionals or, you know, already leaders, that is definitely something that we need to ask, ask ourselves every day. Yeah. How have I showed up for my team? How have I showed up for my organization? How have I showed up for my kids? How have I showed up for their friends? How have I showed up for, you know, anyone else? Uh, did I see that you know, one of my kids' friends is having problems at home? What can I do to help that poor kid? Like, yeah. what can even, I do even to if support it's, him? Even if it's a conversation. And sometimes you set by, you set those things by example. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, I definitely appreciate that. And because and, at the end of the day, you know, nobody's going back, right? People are going to continue to go to areas that flourish to get away from poverty, to get away from death. Right. To get for away from safety, whatever, absolutely. for their safety, they want to take care of the kids, so they're going to continue or for to come their to, families. They're going to continue to go to the U.S. They're going to mm-hmm. continue to go to and places they in, have, in Europe. And, and these people to... have their own baggage that they're carrying with them. Yeah, like it's not an easy decision. People think, oh yeah, you come here, you're having an amazing life. It's not that easy. No, you you're literally people are literally leaving their families. Yeah, right, their parents, and then their brothers, their sisters, their everything that's familiar to them, everything that's close to them to come to a whole new place, a whole new world, a whole new language, a whole new identity. It is not an easy transition. No, it really isn't. And I think if we just stopped and listened to each other more and reflected more, then we would definitely thrive more. And to your point, when I hear those things, sometimes I just don't know like what to say. (laughs) I'm just like, I know usually, uh... usually I'm not a lack of words, but it's, it's, (laughs) yeah, it, it, 
it, it is a bad thing, and it, it, it is one of those things where it's like, you know, if, if I could jump in a time machine and rewind time, then sure. Would I love to go back to Africa? Absolutely. Man, Wakanda looked awesome. Like, oh, my I God. Everyone wants I, to move to Wakanda. Yeah, no. Nah, we, 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 nah, we're doing a test at the door. No, no. I'm pulling my lip down. <laughs> is it there? <laughs> um, Because we are not all going to go back. Because yeah. no one can reverse time realistic. because I'm not going to go back and the Europeans going to give me all the resources they took over the past 500 years yeah. and enrich the nation again. Then we're, we're in a way stuck here. So yeah. as what we spoke to, how do you progress when you're stuck some places? You try to make the best of what it is yeah. that you have. And the way to make one of the ways to make the best of that which you have is to make sure that everybody also has it. I heard something very neat the other day that said, well, you don't have to worry about people screaming and yelling in the street. If everyone has healthcare, everyone has access to food and running water. Everyone has a full stomach mm -hmm. an educated mind and a warm place to sleep. You're less likely to run into those sorts of issues. So I right. think, I think that that's an important thing to think about. And to your point about opportunity is, the more people have opportunity unilaterally, the more greatness will come from these children. Right. Because that's the future generation. If you're yeah. teaching all these kids STEM and everybody's learning coding yeah. and everybody's reading and, and doing literature. Everyone's and learning will, history. Right. Everyone's people, understanding what has come before us and where we need to go. Right. And then they know to improve on that. They know not to say stuff like, right. oh, the Native American needs to go back home. Everyone's learning how to grow a garden. Everyone's learning how to, you know, just manage life that would be and that's also why they're called native americans but i mean it's whatever i, I get it <laughs> fine whatever people don't know that um but but you're right <laughs> learning true education history helps you yeah. not repeat those things or yeah. say stupid stuff like that and say okay how do we improve upon the situation that we're in how do we make sure that everyone has some if your boy from amazon can make 13 billion dollars in a day I'm sure he has some money to make sure the Navajo Nation has running water. Right. Just the thought. Right. It would be a nice thing. I mean, right? how much but money do you really need? I don't I don't know how much money you can spend unless you start just buying countries at this point. I just I don't know. But don't again, know and again, here's the funny part. He 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 I promise you he pays less taxes than we do. I can guarantee wise. you. Oh, a hundred percent. I saw a clip, not to digress too much. A guy manufacturing makes thirty million dollars a year on average. He says my 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 income tax. He said my tax, my federal taxes every year somewhere around ten eleven percent. It is it, it's it's no secret that yeah we know the that. richest richest people in the world pay the least amount of taxes. You know through shelters whatever whatever. But um, to your point about everyone having opportunity and working working within the system that we exist because we can't go back. Mm -hmm. How do we make it better for everyone and all people? Because that's how you lift everyone. Right. Right. And educate, you know, teach all these kids STEM and coding and, and people will and naturally I, pick a lane for themselves. Right. What am I good at? What do I, what do I flourish at? Right. And that's the purpose of throwing pasta at the wall when it comes to educating kids, right? People will pick up on, oh, here's yeah. someone who's a clear educator. Here's someone that's in science, right? Here's someone who's engineering. Here's the doctor. Here's, here's the, the lawyer. Here's yeah. the creative person. But you have to allow folks to do that yeah. rather than just saying, well, I'm going to continue to work in a system that keeps certain people ostracized and isolated right. and then just point the finger at them and say they're the problem without right. giving them an opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. I think, again, like I said, when you ask how do we do that, I think uh, we as people in our everyday lives, we just need to think a little bit outside of our, our circle. True. Look past when you go through a neighborhood, learn about the neighborhood. 
why is this neighborhood, why are there homeless people all encamped over here in Oakland? Oh what yeah. can we do? What about Berkeley? Like, how can I help them? How, what's the education system like? Like, ask and find ways to help. Find ways to be inclusive, even in your own, whatever way works for you. But just have that mindset. Yeah. And I think that'll be a huge start if everyone had that mindset or even like yeah. five people who didn't do that will even help make that shift. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on social media. Uh, our user handle is at WNS different, or you can search. We're not so different. You can also listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Google podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. I'm not sure where else, but I'm just sure if you search, <laughs> you'll find it. <laughs> you can also check out our website for all of our episodes at www.wnsdifferent.com and you can email us with any questions or feedback at wnsdifferent at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening and don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and share with your friends. Thanks.